Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. He's like, well, you know, I know all about teeth problems. So when my patients come in and I tell them, you know, you have insomnia, you have trouble with your memory, you have trouble dealing with stress. They're like, wow, somebody who finally gets it. And I'm like, that's a fucking horoscope. Yeah. Who sits down? Their doctor goes, I'm going to guess before you tell me anything. And they go, this is a good fucking doctor. This is good. Never trust a doctor who eyeballs it when you walk in the yeah, room. Like right. you want to give them something. Let me raw dog this one. You <laughs> are have a broken leg. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema, or they'll turn us into lobsters, apparently. I'm your host, No Illusions. Heath is unable to join us today, but sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you with this fine afternoon, sir? Being a lobster sounds like a better option, Noah. Are we st- have we turned? There are weeks. Have we turned down that yeah. lobsterness. <laughs> I, I don't think we gave it enough thought. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> and also joining us this week, we're excited to welcome back our second favorite gas masochist. He listens to all the shows. I can't even pretend otherwise. Michael Marshall <laughs> Marsh. Welcome back, sir. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back. And to be honest, right now, I think I'd take pretty much any crustacean. I think mm-hmm. you, you give me a crustacean's life. I think I'd take that right now, looking at, uh, at the, the world and the way that my country's being run. Yeah, I reckon like a crab would be fine. I'd take a prawn. A mollusk? Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Prawns, what have they got to worry about? They just, they just you know, they hang around, they bob around in water. I can do that. Have you ever <laughs> seen a shrimp have an anxiety attack? No. <laughs> no, you have not. <laughs> All right. So tell us, Marsh. What will we be breaking down today? Oh, so we watched Root Cause. It is the no longer on Netflix documentary about how (laughs) heart disease and MS and cancer and literally every other human illness is all caused by a routine dental procedure. This movie is basically an inconvenient tooth. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. (laughs) And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well... If you loved Plandemic, Vaxxed, and Vax 2, but you hate how it took multiple sentences to disprove the movie's thesis, you will love this movie. <laughs> now I begin my search for a film that disproves itself in the opening logos. That's oh, it, go. everybody. <laughs> All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've got to say best, worst, doctor, and I'm saying doctor in scare courts here Mm -hmm. because pretty much everyone we hear from in this movie are called doctors the chirons say doctors but for most of them it's like yeah they bought their doctorate from an online university or they're a doctor of osteopathy or they've got a phd in naturopathy or they've changed their first name by deed poll to just the letters (laughs) dr or it's like They've had themselves legally declared a street address and the DR stands for drive, but they just don't tell you that. It's like everyone is trying everything they can do to pretend to be a doctor. 
I spent so much time looking up like what are those letters at the end to me? <laughs> so, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, see, this is why I love a Marsh episode is because one, he gets to the notes before me and two, whenever I have the impulse to research something, I just look up at Marsh's notes and he's already done it for yeah, me. Like, well, I, I was, was going to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with best worst narrator evacuations. Ooh. All right, so... <laughs> Over the course of this movie, we are going to watch the film's narrator shit once, piss twice, maybe three times, piss multiple times, and vomit I don't even know how many times, as though us watching him do that shit was his kink, <laughs> right? And it's like, like he sneaks a, a, a me shitting scene into a montage of him listening to podcasts. Yep. Yeah. He could be doing anything with that podcast, and he's chosen to be on the toilet at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And- I'm going to go with best worst analogies. <laughs> Look, I love you, Dawn. <laughs> a lot of so-called experts over the years spout a lot of bullshit. But one of the experts in this movie is so bad at communicating incredibly simple ideas that she may be a plant by Marsh. I am not <laughs> close to the idea oh, that she's Marsh in a mask. She's incredible. She's a fucking delight. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, this one's going to be particularly triggering for me. So I'm going to need a minute to get ready, but we're back in a flash with all the tooth untruth that is root cause. All right, everybody, I think we're ready for the final planning meeting for our big documentary root cause. Yay! Yeah. All right. Now, first up, we have our panel of experts. We've got some some doctors, um, we've got some air quote doctors, uh, and we got some people who are not legally allowed to be called doctors. So I was thinking, uh, doctums, docos, uh, medicinal advisors. Ooh, that's that's promising. You know, we'll figure it out in post. Then, of course, we've got our evidence. Uh, let's see, we've got audio tapes of a guy who lost his medical license. I can talk about a lab that got closed down. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let's refer to them big time. Oh, um, I found the corner of a heart healthy advice column. That kind of sort of sounds like root canals are bad out of context. You had me and I found. All right. That's fantastic. Any questions? Uh, Yeah, real quick. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, why is this legal? I'm, I'm sorry. What do you, what do you mean? I just like. We're giving out demonstrably false medical information, and there's just no possible reason for anyone having the freedom of speech to say what we're saying, right? Like, there's no... Well, what if we had, like, a really important conspiracy to report on? Right. I think that would be done by reporters. This shit is on the same app as Love Island Returns. I, 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 I like Love Island Returns. Right, but it's, it's entertainment. This isn't entertainment. Like, who does this benefit? Um, like us? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, lying about medicine is like a $7 billion industry. Oh, so much more than that, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. Let's make a movie. Oh, oh did Joseph McCullough ever confirm that he's going to be in the film? Uh, yes, yes, but he said only if we make him look as bald as possible. Nice. We could do that. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to open up on the most horrifying talking head I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Maybe it's my bias showing, but I am not going to take any medical advice from a dude who looks like that. I'm sorry. Oh, God, no, yeah. He, this would be like introducing your weight loss program with me. 
Like, hi, everyone. <laughs> well, that, it's a full-sized Oreo. Don't worry about it. Get ready to get ripped with the mob. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy's not great. I know we don't normally make fun of people's appearances anymore. You know, we've all grown up. We've all matured. But I do appreciate that so. somehow, somehow this guy's nose is refusing to make eye contact with us. And I didn't know that it was a thing that noses could do. But his, his is managed. Oh, and it's less like... It's less like a guy had liver spots and more like liver spots had a guy. It's 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 like the Black Knight from Monty Python meets the guy who opened the Ark of the Covenant, right? (laughs) The ghost melted his face and he was like, nope, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm actually ready to do a documentary right now. Is how fine I am. Yeah. But he's he's going to tell us about dead organs, and mm-hmm. he seems an expert in that. Given he looks like he's entirely composed of dead organs, somehow <laughs> other people's dead organs have come together to form like a Voltron. That is this guy. He looks like a an exotic cheese that you'd rather not try, right? With, <laughs> no, try, this is huge in Slovenia, and you're like, I just got a cheddar. I want a so- cheddar. <laughs> And this is where my, my, you know, we're seconds into the movie. This is where my first bit of research kicked in. I thought the name, his name is David Minkoff. I thought that name rings a bell. I Googled it. He's the guy who was implicated in the death of Lisa McPherson, who was a, a person in Scientology who was sedated and starved to death. And he was the guy who prescribed her sedatives over the phone. Oh my God. Yeah. He gave a settlement to her family of like $100,000 to settle it out of court. So yeah, this is the the charming guy that we open with as our lead expert. Wow. Like literally everybody in this movie to the second you Google them, Google's like, oh, wait till you get a load of this motherfucker. <laughs> I typed in, I forget which one it is. I'll say it when I get to it. I typed in the first three letters of someone's name and it was like, fraud, fraud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, it kept auto-completing quack. It, it was almost my best worst. My best worst was almost best worst second mention on Google. Because anyone's yeah. name, you put them in, you get their website and then you get someone going, oh, this guy's a talk fraud. And that's the second mention almost every time. This is a blog by his dad saying that he wished he could go back in time and kill himself. Wow. (laughs) So yeah, but so this guy, sorry, what what was his name? David Minkoff. David Minkoff. I have dominant as a zombie doc in my notes. (laughs) Zombie doc tells us that in, in a root canal, they leave dead organs in your body and that's why they're evil. And and that's just our introduction. So now we're going to meet our narrator. He goes, this is the day my whole life went to shit. And I was like, that was probably unintentionally apropos at the premiere, wasn't it? <laughs> but he's saying that, but he's also doing it over footage. He's Australian. He's doing it over footage of schoolies week, which is the week where like high school kids go to the beach. And because he's talking, like he's showing footage of like high school Aussie girls in bikinis while he's talking about the day his life went to shit. Mm-hmm. He could not come off more like a pedophile who got caught. That is the yes. vibe that we're getting from this. Hey, Australia, pull up a seat. First of all, big fan. Loved being there. Why do you have pedophile spring break? (laughs) (laughs) We're we're getting cheesecake shots of children that are at most 18 years old. And I'm like, my notes are just like, please stop showing me the asses of children. Because they're also, a lot of them, definitely not 18. There's a bunch of kids getting off fucking wheelies for these slow motion shots. And I'm like, hey, I'm probably already on a bunch of watch lists. This is the one I've managed to stay off. Yes. I think his only logic is this was meant, this scene was meant to be set in 1994. So I can only assume the logic is, well, they're legal now. I love counts, right? That's how (laughs) it works. <laughs> so, yeah, I wrote in my notes 90 seconds more of this, and I think it counts as porn, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so the narrator is talking about like he was, it was schooly week and he was wandering around, and then he, and this is when he got into a fight. Now, 
I would love to see a side by side of what really happened and the way it's presented in this movie. Right. Because in the movie, him and his buddy are walking by and a guy is being mean to his girlfriend and talking bad to her. And he says, hold on, that damsel is in distress. And the guy punches him, <laughs> like sucker punches him. I would love that because because like what we know is that he was hanging out, watching a bunch of fucking 16 year olds in bikinis. Right. That's what we know of the man. While not being 16. I can't emphasize yeah, this. Right. That no, he's I not- think he was meant to be 16, wasn't he? I think I, uh, this isn't oh, made okay, clean the film. Yeah, I right. think it's his schoolies week. It's just that the actor they've hired to play him throughout this film is the same guy they use for 1994 him. So he's clearly in his like mid-20s or early 30s or something. And they don't, ah, it's fine. He can play young. He can play young. But I think it's meant to be like his schoolies week was the day that he got punched in the face and his whole life changed. That's gotcha. much better. Because what I, yeah. what the movie we watched, I don't know if you noticed, was a guy walking up to a 14-year-old girl and I don't know, her fucking dad and being like, oh, I might hands off the merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then he gets punched. And it's a shame he gets punched in the face because it causes him to spit out that mouthful of blood he's been saving for later because there's so much blood. <laughs> so dumb. So yeah, so he went to the dentist. He learned he needed a root canal. He goes like, here comes those seven little words. And I'm like, I have yeah. no idea what you're about to say, man. Don't do that. Yeah, the seven little words were, you're going to need a root canal, which I feel that you could have just said it with three words and say a a root canal or something like that. But I trust this movie so little that when it said the seven words, you're going to need root canal, I counted the number of words in that sentence twice. I was like, no, they can't be no. Right. these people think teeth medicine is poison. There's no way they can count to seven accurately yeah. all the time. Yep. <laughs> so that we get an extreme close up of a root canal. Lucky us. Yeah. yeah. He does tell us to brace yourself and then he gives us like three tenths of a second bracing time. I don't know what bracing I'm meant to do in that time. Right. I mean, to be fair, and look, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of dental footage by any means, but like, I don't think any close up of my tooth, no matter how pristine, was going to be dope and cool. <laughs> right. So, yes. I, I wasn't psyched to see someone's tooth that close, no matter what. Right. And then we get the title. It says root cause, but like the C has a drill coming out of the top of it and it's drilling into the A, which I just, I'm, I'm sorry, this is such a small note, but that's so graphically stupid. The T in root should have the drill and it should be drilling down into the S to make a fucking dollar sign, you idiot. Oh, you that is so fucking good. That is so idiot. Good. You, you've missed your calling, Noah. <laughs> so, well, they've certainly missed them, yeah. Guys, when we become bad guys, our graphic design is going to be top notch. I'm telling you. <laughs> So, okay. So he gets his root canal. We cut to 10 years later. He's on holiday in Thailand. And we all wrote in our notes, oh, he's having a heart attack. It's going to turn out to be a panic attack that he's really milking. Yes. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And just a mere 10 years after his root canal. Yes. (laughs) He had a panic attack a decade after routine dental work. And it's the dental work's fault. A decade later, it's the dental work's fault. Yes. To be fair, he was sealed inside a hyperbolic chamber. He was in carbonite. <laughs> the dentist really plays just over that. wedged him out into carbon. Then, then he had a heart attack. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and by the way, we should put out this guy. This is uh, Fraser, the narrator guy. He's like a whatever the step below a Hemsworth is, right? Because he kind of looks like him, but not in an attractive way. Yeah. Yes. He's a Cuffsworth, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where you go with that exactly. But yeah, so he tells us about his panic attack. And then he says, you know, I went to the doctors and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. They were clutching at straws. 
like, you had a panic attack. Like he said, oh, they're, they're treating my chronic illness. Mm-hmm. They were clutching at straws about my chronic illness. And like a panic attack isn't a chronic illness, right? That's, nope. that's not what that is. That's something else entirely. Yeah. Well, also, fuck this narrative that, well, you know, the doctors tried one thing and it didn't work and then they tried to try another thing. They don't even know what they're talking about, right? <laughs> it's either all strikes or you lose at bowling. Everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, he also, I think he didn't take the meds the doctor no. prescribed him because he does a bit. He's like, they tried to prescribe me medicine, but I noticed that side effects are scary. So, yes, I didn't take it. I refused to take my medicine and and it didn't work. Yes, <laughs> not taking my medicine didn't work is what yes. we're going to open on. Yeah. Is yes. what we're going to open on. All right, so, but then he he digs into what he means by his life going to shit. And look, I don't want to belittle panic attacks. I had a panic attack once. It's a terrifying situation, right? But like, this dude acts like he had cancer of the soul. His like, de- like oh, I was dealing with chronic fatigue and headaches and backaches, and sometimes there was traffic. You know, it just he's, <laughs> he's just explaining the human condition as though he's the only one who ever had to deal with it. Right, and I want to be clear. In the past, I'm not going to name names, but it was me, may have said that chronic fatigue is not real. And several listeners pointed out that it's a a real medical condition. I 100% believe that. But at the same time, I also want to promise you, this guy's chronic fatigue, not fucking real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either that or, or it was real. And like everything he's tried, therefore, didn't fix it because he had a chronic illness. And so you can't just fix that by doing the laundry list of stuff. We'll find out that he tried. Like, I, I believe this guy may well have had a spell of chronic fatigue that eventually he got over. Sure. But he just didn't get over it due to anything he does or recommends in this film. What we can promise you as a podcast is that none of the bullshit you're about to hear helps. Yeah. yeah. Right, because th- this is when he launches into like evil universe skeptics creed. <laughs> right, he starts telling us about all the shit that he tried, and he tries to do it in rhyme, but he's so bad that all of us have in our notes. Wait, is he going for rhyme? <laughs> yes, yeah, like two thirds of the way through, it's like, hang on, was this rhyming? Because the thing is. <laughs> Anything that rhymes, you you tend to notice it earlier yes. if it's done really well or really, really badly. But he's at the sweet spot of like, it's shit, but it's not so shit that it's like, oh, he's gone for a really shit rhyme. It's just like, I didn't even notice you were rhyming there. This is just terribly <laughs> done. Yeah. Also, I got to say that everyone else on this podcast should check their privilege because this montage was just a series of things Eli has fallen for. <laughs> it was like, juice clenches and tapping, 9-11 trailer. I was like, I'm going to bring up my, my high school girlfriend didn't really like me that much come on (laughs) but this is it because he's like he's talking about all the different things he tried and he's shitting on them he's like you know tapping's no good EFT's no good supplements just cause expensive urine spiritual healers are no good chakras auras cupping and he's like yeah you're right these are all bullshit but his point in this is that they were all the wrong bullshit basically we tried I tried all the wrong bullshit until I found the right bullshit well, and the unintentional admission here is you shouldn't listen to me about anything health related because I have literally fallen for every scam that exists. Yeah. Look, I've been trying to find out the answer to two plus two for 16 years. I've had 847 <laughs> incorrect results. I think I nailed it on this last one. Trust me. Especially when this comes so soon after him saying the doctors were clutching at straws, which is why I decided to go off to a spiritual healer and a, and a chakra and an aura reader and a cuppa. Right. We, we might as well literally see him clutch straws at some point. in this. <laughs> and, then, but, and, and then he's like, and all of that stuff worked. 
Yes. Yeah. When he gets to the end of the poem and he's just like, and I'll be honest with you, that all, all of that stuff helped. Yeah, <laughs> but not quite enough. Yeah, <laughs> they actually helped, but I'd still get up tired. It, 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 he said all of that helped, but at the end, of, but every day I'd still get up tired. I said, yeah, because they didn't help. <laughs> You've just described it not helping. <laughs> but also like waking up tired is how waking up works. That, yeah, I wrote my notes. I was like, I think we just wake up tired sometimes, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> so, all right. But like his starting symptoms were, I was really tired and achy and stuff when I woke up. He still got up at the end. He's saying, I tried all of this unproven stuff and yet none of it seemed to do the trick. I was still in the mm-hmm. same situation. It was shit. It didn't work. Right. Yeah. No, he, he goes way out of his way not to like directly shit on all of that stuff, but also not to say that it worked for him. Yeah. There's just one last thing I have to add that in this montage, he tries to work in that he fell for pyramid schemes as though that is also a part of natural medicine. Yes. I'm like, no, dude, I know you're doing a list of stupid stuff, but like, and then I sat on my balls. Like, that's not one of my... No, in fairness, he's, he's right and he's telling it himself because like, yeah, a lot of pyramid schemes are involved in natural medicine. Yeah. That's because this is all bullshit and they recognize they can get a lot of money out of people for it. Exactly. All right, so now we're going to meet Dr. Asterisk and master of analogy, <laughs> Dawn Ewing. Fun fact, when you start to Google her name, Google literally autofills the word quack. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't have a lot to say about Dawn's physical appearance, but what I will say is that if anyone you knew started to talk the way Dawn Ewing talked, you would assume they were having a stroke and begin a smile procedure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's a, so I looked her up. She's a naturopath, and they don't just give away PhDs in, wait, what's that? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's got a, a doctor in naturopathy, a PhD in holistic nutrition, and a doctor in integrative medicine from Capital University of Integrative Medicine, which is a non-accredited school. Right. So the really impressive bit there is that she bought three worthless qualifications and not just one. <laughs> One of her, like her PhD was from Pan Am University and it would have genuinely been worth more if that was the airline and not the university. <laughs> Watch how good I am at giving out these peanuts. Peanuts? So, peanuts? No, and she introduces, we're going to hear this statistic a number of times with slightly different numbers. She introduces the idea that 98% of women with breast cancer have had root canals on the same side of their body as the cancer is. Okay. This is just made up bullshit of course but also pause for a second and try to fathom a worldview (laughs) where that makes it well you see what the gravity pulls the tooth (laughs) down to your (laughs) and but it misses all this it gets caught in the well so much so that the entire rest of the movie is just answering the question of well how the fuck could that work (laughs) yeah 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 it's incredible this is also i just have to point out this is where we meet the star of the film the number 98 (laughs) every talking head for the rest of the movie would be like 98 percent of teeth are made out of blueberries (laughs) it's it's always it's every percentage is between 95 and 98 percent yeah it's like an, a Sesame Street episode. This this, episode, this film is brought to you by the number 98. Later, one of the talking heads has to pause before saying a number because he's instinctively going straight to 98. And he's finally realized you can't just keep saying the same number every time. Oh, for- there are other numbers. So, and, and then Dawn explains to us that the leading authority in cardiovascular health does not recommend root canals. I can't remember the name of it. Br- Breen, it's Baleen Crunchwrap Supreme. 
Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Bail, Bail Deneen, yeah. Because she said, yeah. what if I told you that Bail Deneen does not condone root canals? It's like, well, I'd, I'd point you to the statement they released in response to this movie where they said you're full of shit and they do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I highly recommend checking out that statement because it is very clearly written, not by a science community, right? No one called Marsh. No one called Marsh. <laughs> you got to get a Marsh in your life when this shit happens. They just went to some nerd on the third floor looking at a heart in a, t- in a microscope and they were like, hey man, just tell everyone that that fucking documentary on Netflix is wrong and he's just like hello today um <laughs> we, while we appreciate many people wanting okay here's the thing about endodontia oh god I'm having an anxiety attack I'm having an anxiety attack in my press release <laughs> yeah get your root canal get your root canal fixed it'll sort you right out <laughs> so <laughs> So, yeah, they have this whole long series of of their various talking heads going, what if I told you X? As though they're trying to be able to say, like, later, legally, no, 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 we said, what if I told you? We were just being hypothetical in that sense. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, I mean, if you told me X, I would pretend someone was waving at me from behind your head. And then away. That's what I, I would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so stop, stop asking, what if I told you, unless you want me to keep answering those yes. questions, because I can <laughs> right, do that. I can right. do that all day. And among these talking heads, by the way, we meet Dr. Greg Emerson, MD. Fun fact, his medical license has been revoked. <laughs> First thing that came up when you Googled him. I really want him to be Ralph's Chet Hanks, right? He's like a great, great <laughs> grandson. <He's not. laughs> it's great. So he's not, he had his medical license revoked specifically the end of 2019, right before COVID. And if you go to his Facebook page, literally his fans are speculating that that wasn't a coincidence. <laughs> they removed his medical license just before they released COVID. Dun, oh, dun, dun. wow. <laughs> we also meet Dr. Thomas E. Levi, MDJD. Right. So like JD, does does that stand for Jewish doctor? Because no. I feel like it shouldn't. <laughs> but I don't, Eli, does JD stand for Jewish doctor? I'll ask at the next meeting. I'll ask at the next meeting. <laughs> I, I believe that said, uh, uh, doctor of judicial law or whatever. But yeah, so so I, I Googled him. He's apparently been disciplined by the Colorado Medical Board for pushing unproven COVID-19 treatments of late. Oh, yeah. So that's a, another one of our experts. So then we, we go back to, to Zombie Doc, and he tells us about this lady that had back pain who is otherwise perfectly healthy. Uh, Noah, please, a gal, a gal. Oh, uh, dude, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I love the way he introduces her. This lady, a gal came, she was she was really fit with severe back pain and walked with a cane on constant narcotics. You know, health. The definition yes, of health. Yes, very healthy. The picture of health. And let me throw this out there. Hey, if you're referring to women as gals, you're not good at medicine. I don't. Uh-huh. I, don't I do not believe that a guy who says gals is also doing good doctoring at the same time. I'm going to add another one. If you refer to a person who's hobbling on a four-legged cane while on narcotics as healthy, you're also not a good doctor. <laughs> But yeah, but he explains that he anesthetized her tooth and her back pain went away because all health is in your teeth or some dumb shit. Right. But like it turns out she'd had a herniated disc and so she was fine. And then six weeks after surgery, she was starting to feel bad again, which I looked up 15% of cases that happens. There's a relapse in 15% of cases. But his argument is that the dentist herniated her spinal disc. How deep did that fucking guy drill? How far did they go? (laughs) You don't mind if I brace myself off your fucking uh, thorax. (laughs) But yeah, but he pulled her bad root canal tooth and the pain was miraculously gone uh, several 
several months later. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the parts that wouldn't weren't. Right, yes. He adds it. He's like, yeah. and she was all better except for not the parts. Yeah, she's not all, but yeah. All better. Yeah, she had surgery, took a while to recover, but eventually basically did. Yep. Brilliant. That's, that's, that's his miracle story. And also at some point I anesthetized a tooth. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, I think he's probably comparing all these patients to him and he appears to be covered in some kind of grease burn all over his body. <laughs> so maybe he's just like, yeah, and she did not break out in leprosy once. So, you oh, know, so there you go. basically an Olympian. So, the, so then we meet Dr. Asterisk Stuart Nunnally. He tells us it's impossible to sterilize a a root canal system. And I'm like, is that because it's inside a living organism? <laughs> I feel like you could kill them. And this is Stuart Nunnally, who is Adam Savage attending Comic-Con as Steve Jobs. That's okay, you are. Well done. I like it, yes. Well done. And then we meet none other than Dr. Asterisk, Joseph Merkula. Wow. <laughs> this movie couldn't have made a worse choice for next talking head if they had flipped over to Adolf Hitler for a right. soundbite. <laughs> no, you'd have to go to Mengele to be worse than Merkula. Yes. Yes. Quick reminder, Merkula wrote a bestseller about how the avian flu was a, a fucking hoax. He's an anti-vax. He's an OG anti-vaxxer. He was warned by the FDA for pushing fake COVID treatments. He's endorsed HIV AIDS denialism. And in the only fact that you probably really need, he was once fined by the FDC for two Point six million dollars, and also forbidden from ever selling tanning beds again. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to go some to be banned from tanning beds, like for, yes! that, for that to be the thing they get you on. I live in Jersey, and people here sell a lot of tanning beds. That they don't fuck <laughs> up as bad. Uh, let's see. We also meet Doctor Lane Freeman here. She's going to lie to us a little bit more later. We meet Dr. Bradley. Again, I feel like I should always just assume an asterisk after every doctor that I say here. We meet Bradley Nelson as well. Yeah, he's the chiropractor and craniopath. Oh, really? Is his thing, yeah. Jesus. And this is where they're, they're all sort of telling us that when you have a root canal, they don't empty all of the dead stuff out. They just leave some dead matter in there. And, you know, if, if anything, we pack some of our trash in there too. You know, it's, it's like when <laughs> someone on the streets hired a, a skip and then you sneak your garbage in it at night when no one's looking. We do that with root canals. It's just, yeah. it's just better than going to the tip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we also, this is where we introduce my favorite character in the movie, super hot, invisible anatomical model lady <laughs> right because we keep seeing how like the teeth are connected to different parts of the body we're looking through this um invisible lady with just spectacular boobs <laughs> right and we're seeing that like you know when you pull out the teeth they're connected by these little lines that we're allowed to draw wherever we want all the way to the lymph nodes <laughs> huh What's great about sexy mannequin lady is that they start with the circulatory system and they're like guys this is that there's no teeth to tits connection. And they're like, no, I got it. I got it. And it switches over to the meridian lines. And it's like, yeah. there it yes. is. Right <laughs> to the tits. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. And, and just so we're aware with this, uh, this is still Nelson, Bradley Nelson, who's saying that this guy got mm -hmm. sanctioned multiple times for using applied kinesiology on his patients to see whether they were allergic to mercury or not, which is one step up above like asking patients which color crayon their mercury filling makes them feel. Which one of these is most <laughs> the mercury filling to you? Is, is this the guy that says that medicine is too Newtonian? That's the problem yes. with it? Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he says dentistry has a, uh, a focus on the mechanistic Newtonian mentality. And I really want to know what non-Newtonian dentistry is. Quanta, <laughs> is there quantum dentistry? No, you, gotta, you, you fly in a parabola is what you do. And then 
you drill the teeth while you're. And no one knows why you're doing it, but that that is the way. I almost went with best worst science words because there are several moments in this movie where someone's just like, well, you know, the ipsum gypsum hibble fabble. <laughs> this might be too niche, but like when you're an atheist, occasionally a Christian will get trapped with a very basic question. And so they have to start talking in super duper high language in the hopes that you'll be like, multiple syllables, the Lord is real. That's what everyone in this yes. movie is doing. They're just like, Newtonian toothymology. <laughs> yes. And also we should point out, by the way, that this movie is equal opportunity. We also get to see an invisible anatomical dude at this point oh, who yeah. has a spectacular ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, buns of steel. The guy, yeah. the guy, he's, he's got it going on. Absolutely. <laughs> That same guy also says that embryologically speaking, your teeth are your heart. <laughs> yes. I just had to, I just needed the world to know a sentence that I heard, and now you heard it too. He also argues that conventional dentists don't think your teeth connect to your body. Right. So I guess he thinks that most dentists just think they sort of float in place like a child's drawing of a skeleton. <laughs> just sort of there-ish. <laughs> Well, that's actually an awful lot of the premise of this movie, right? The idea, this nonsensical idea that dentists have never heard of the other organs, right? Yes, and yeah. that doctors <laughs> have never heard of teeth. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Marsh needs a break to add a bunch of entries to his Who's Woo journal. So we're going to pause right there. But we'll be back in a minute with even more Root Cause. Well, Mrs. Smitherson, I'm afraid it's breast cancer. Oh, no, Doctor. How did this happen? Well, you know, we used to not know, but thanks to a documentary that got kicked off of Netflix, we now know that it's your teeth. My teeth? Yes, yes. 98% of women who have breast cancer have a root canal on that side. No, they don't. Marsh, get out of the sketch. The audience knows that's not true. You're ruining the sketch. I am medically incapable of not refuting that claim. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. My root canals, you say? Yes, yes. You see, the, the breasts and your teeth are connected by um, energy tubes. And, and when there's a root canal in there, uh, the energy goes down the tube, uh, which, you know, then causes abnormal cell growth in, in, in your breasts. In my breasts, of course. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, luckily, Miss Smitherson, we've got a solution. You do? Indeed, open wide. Sure. Ah. Uh, my goodness, you pulled my tooth and my tit fell off. Hooray. Yes, that's how it works. No, it isn't. Marsh. Medically incapable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. And just in case you thought we'd been, you know, light on the bullshit, up to this point, this is when we first start to connect all of the tooth stuff to the acupuncture meridian system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? This, this is where I have him done as fountain guy because I don't I remember like I have fountain guy, I have zombie doctor, I have Nazi guy, whatever. <laughs> but fountain guy tells us that all the teeth connect up, in his words, energetically. Energetically, by which they mean not, not at all. Yeah. They don't, yeah. That's not how <laughs> right. that happens. Yes. They don't connect to an organ or a gland. Well, you, thermographically speaking, if you have breast cancer, <laughs> if you take a thermographic you image, you have a hot <laughs> tooth. But the thing about the thermographic image stuff, right? This is absolutely key to all of this because thermography is the bullshit 
cancer detection test that uh, a lot of these people use. Don Ewing works for a thermography center and it's the thing that doesn't detect cancer very well. So it'll just say, we've well, got a hotspot there. I reckon that's probably cancer or it'll miss the cancer that you have. Wow. So there's a lot of people who like will say, I cured my cancer because they got a thermographic scan. They did some homeopathy or whatever. And then they got a proper scan and they didn't have cancer anymore because they never fucking had it in the first place. Right. So like the thermographic thing is like, is really, really important. Yeah. And as a, as a fun bit of synchronicity, on the last time I was on the show, I talked about the hilarious time my iTunes started playing someone's coroner's report. The person in question was someone who followed the advice of this film, you know, not specifically this film, but the people in this film to mm-hmm. have the, her, her breast cancer was caused by her teeth. She had some teeth removed and it didn't work out super well for her. So that's kind of where we're going. Here. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I also want to point out here that like the fountain guy, he says that 95% of women with breast cancer have a root canal on the same side as the, the, the cancer. Dawn said it was 98. The Nazi doctor guy, the German doctor that they have, <laughs> he says it's 97. I guess that's the nice thing about made-up statistics, right? You don't have to nail them. Yeah, this yeah. is just... You can, you can just feel it out, feel it out. Oh, this is so freeing for them, right? Because so often we'll watch these documentaries and someone is like, hey, you got to be careful. You can't say this, you can't say that. But Root Cause has none of that. It's like a live show, right? It's just, yeah. oh... <laughs> Ain't nobody, ain't nothing stopping me now. Wind in their hair, 90 something. And I I love the fact that this is where we hear how the teeth match up to the organs and things. Because he says, you know, three of the teeth on the left-hand side, they go to the left breast. Mm -hmm. And then three of the teeth on the right-hand side, they go to the right breast. But you've got 32 teeth. Yeah. That's 10% of teeth are related to your left breast. (laughs) They're boob teeth, yes. One in five teeth are boob teeth, according to these people. Yes. I, I want it because he says, oh, every tooth relates to a different body part. And I was like, okay, we have 32 teeth. Are we going to get a fucking Ken Ham-esque list of how we only have 32? <laughs> body- right, okay, yeah. well then, of course, All there's of your the stomach teeth. lungs. I, my, my favorite, of course, is Dr. Dawn, who explains to us that the eye teeth are called that because they connect up with the eyes. Oh, God, that's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> they just line up with the eyes. They're also called canines. Is that because they connect to our dogs? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn, you, you beautiful goddess. You beautiful goddess. Think of how many, how zero people have ever questioned anything you've said that you say that sentence out loud into a camera. <laughs> right. Ah. Oh. Yeah, but she, they, they explain that when you get a root canal, the problem is, is that the electricity of your body can't get through. So it, quote, again, I'm quoting Dawn here, compromises that meridian. Mm-hmm. Whatever the yeah. fuck that does. This is also where she tells us about how she electrifies people's urine for science. Yep. <laughs> and, and that she found out 96% of people had a tooth. This is a real quote. 96% of people had a tooth in the same circuit as their cancer. Okay, so that wasn't her. That was the next guy. And I, I have to point this out because it's such a stupid little math mistake that they made. He said, we looked at our last 60 cancer patients and 96 had tooth issues in the same meridian. Okay, there is no whole number <laughs> that gets you to 96% of 60 people. of 60 would be 96.67, right? That rounds to 97. 57 would be 95 people. That's such a stupidly lazy mistake to make. 
But what would you expect from a guy who was introduced as a whole body dentist? I think that was the whole body dentist guy. No. Yes. Which makes it sound like he does dentistry using his whole, like using his whole body. Like he holds your mouth open with his toes while he holds that little mirror between his ass cheeks or, or something. Or he does dentistry on your whole body, which would be even worse, right? He's oh, like, you yeah, have to no, pull that leg. Yeah. Your arm, your arm is broken. I'm going to poke it with this sharp hook. Uh, that's kind of my thing. <laughs> you need to floss your gallbladder more is what you need to do. That's also, he's the guy I had the most trouble translating the letters after his name out of. He is a PSCD, which I do believe means pastoral science certified doctor. That is made up bullshit to the second power right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think he was also the guy who started as an ophthalmologist as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. like, and that's okay because, you know, the eyes are connected to the eye teeth. So well, he's, right. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's got two of the teeth down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard the old song, the hip bones connected to the leg by eyes. <laughs> <laughs> medical stuff. Yeah, so, all right. And then fucking Frazier, the narrator, cuts in to tell us how he always wanted to learn to surf. Yeah, he says, this might sound funny, but I've always wanted to learn how to surf. And I was like, hey, dude, this is not the thing I am making fun of you for. <laughs> also, he's Australian. Yeah. He's Australian. He he knows how to surf. He's Australian. Yeah, fuck off. You don't know how to surf. Yeah. And then he tells us how hot the chicks he fucks are. Yeah. Well... Doesn't fuck. Oh, it almost fucks. Yeah. We see this because yeah, he's talking about how his chronic fatigue had, had led to impotence. But this entire scene was just so that he'd have this, you know, he'd be able to pay this hot chick to like make out with him in her underwear. It, it, yeah. And then look disappointed at his penis. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's way more expensive on many vids. <laughs> And it's it's kind of ironic as well. He's Australian and it's his root canal that stopped him from rooting. So he's he's really hitting the irony there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, I, I, my dick didn't work and I was always tired and nobody took my ailment seriously. And I'm like, well, maybe it's because you tried to cure him by humming and drinking your own piss. <laughs> right? Maybe that's why people are taking you seriously, man. And then Dawn cuts in with, I think, her biggest exaggeration of the fucking movie. This is where she says, you know, in traditional dentistry, they believe that you're supposed to save the tooth at all costs, even if that means, her words, even if that means killing the patient. Yep. Yeah. At all costs, including the life of the patient. Yes, that's including, yeah, right. That, that's believe. what she says. Yes. I'm just picturing like a tooth lying in a hospital bed and then like that girl's family all gathered around. We are so glad that she was able to donate her body. So <laughs> <laughs> Make it worth it, Toothy. Make it worth it. <laughs> and then tooth by a grave in old age makeup. Did I live a good life? <laughs> And then we meet Candace Owens. No, not that one. Dr. Candace Owens, not that Candace Owens. Yeah, yeah. Do you, and do you think this Candace Owens is upset that she isn't the shittiest Candace Owens in the public right, eye? That like she, she thought, will I always thought I'd be... have this down. It's not that common a name, but I'm still number two. No, right. are you kidding? With the Google rates of this movie, this lady fucking loves that her name is Candace Owens. Oh, what happens when you Google Candace Owens? Nothing about me, I'll tell yeah. you that. yeah. So, and this is also where the movie says, you know, the person who really busted this whole root canal thing 
open was this old ass guy named Dr. Weston Price. And I looked him up and I'm like, yeah, man, if anybody knew how to dentist, it was a guy born in 1870. Yeah. This is the guy who spent 25 years researching root canals and found that they were the cause of everything and everybody who would give a root canal to became ill. It's like, mate, it just sounds like you're not very good at root canals, like you're doing something <laughs> wrong and all your patients are fucked. Well, and they, they describe his experiment and it's fucking insane. He's like, well, he would put it, this is a real, I'm not exaggerating. Nor making oh God, joke. yes. He would put a tooth under a rabbit's skin and that rabbit would die. Mm. Coincidence? And I'm like, no, man, you put a tooth on her rabbit's <laughs> yes, skin. Right. Yeah. He says, and you know, he would take that same tooth and put it in another rabbit and that rabbit would die and another rabbit and that rabbit would die. So like, well, at a certain point, he's just torturing rabbits to death. Yeah. You're just a rabbit murderer, sir. <laughs> and he's their hero. <laughs> their point is to prove we're not full of shit. Here's our hero, a guy who tortures rabbits. Yes. And, right. and they try to just pass the the, the whole putting a tooth in a rabbit thing off as if it's nothing. They're like, you know, it, it, they specifically say, quote, he slipped the tooth under the rabbit's skin. Like he's like hiding the spare key under the mat. You can't <laughs> slip right. the tooth <laughs> under the skin. Excuse me, do you mind if I just put, oh, no problem at all, sir. Hippity hop, hop, hop. Let me know if you need this back. He says the rabbits all got the same symptoms as the patients yes. the tooth was from. It's like, so the, the rabbits developed like fatigue, anxiety, and impotence. Those are the right. things yes. that the rabbits got. Right, they started to have a little rabbit but panic attacks or whatever. <laughs> also, I have to point this out. This is where Dawn introduces the fact that the only reason people started doing root canals in the first place is because they were, in her words, posh. Yes, that's right. Root canals are for rich people. No illusions. Man of the people. Damn right. Everybody. <laughs> Nothing says ideas above their station like having teeth. That's, yeah. that's the real mark of pretentiousness. Right. <laughs> And then, okay, so then one of the talking heads explains that the number one cause of heart attacks is root canals. Wait till the AHA, NHS, and CDC hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> Their lists are all fucked up. Is this the guy who also tells us that his pet peeve oh, yes. is when people, he's like, my pet peeve, this is how he introduces it, is his pet peeve is that people have a heart attack and then their doctors are like, Eh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not a big deal. This uh, zombie doctor comes back here and he tells us that heart attacks aren't genetic because if you don't have a heart attack by the time you're 25, it wasn't genetic. Right, because you have yeah. the same genes. Yes. Yeah, he says like it can't be genetic because they were fine for the first 25 to 50 years of their life. Oh, it's what? so incredibly stupid. It's such an incredibly stupid thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Ah, this is uh, we, we hear from Dawn again. She she brings up Balin Donine again. Yeah. Yeah, she she absolutely loves Balin Donine. And if you look it up, they do not love her they at do all. Not They're not love big her. fans of Dawn. No. <laughs> No. That poor nerd on the second floor. <laughs> she describes them as the cardio, the leader in quote cardiovascular event prevention. That's a that's a euphemism for murder, right? Like <laughs> I want cardiovascular events all the time, <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> Oh, and this is where she says that, you know, when I explain things, I like to use word pictures. It's like, yeah, but I think that's because you struggle with just words. So like yes. the pictures bit is helping. And all the books that you have are words and pictures. Yes, I understand that, Don. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's going to give us an analogy here. She says, okay, so you're driving down the road and she does that thing that people do where they mime driving down the road and you just want <laughs> to revoke their license based <laughs> on their mind. Looks normal to me, no. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> seemed, seemed exactly like I drive. 
Marsh can verify. Yeah, she mimes reversing over a push chair. She's got it all yes, down. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, but that's where you get to the real root cause of the problem. And then she says, no pun intended. Yes. It's like, mm, I think you intended that. I don't believe you for a <laughs> moment when you said no pun intended. Hey, guys, if you were a like front of a giant conspiracy and we're revealing that an industry for over a hundred years had been causing the majority of illness. Would you fill your revelation with puns? Because I, <laughs> I want that one straight from the hip. I feel yeah. like. Eli, look at who you're talking to. Of course we would. We well, absolutely no, that's, yeah, would. That's, <laughs> no, you're right. No, that's fair. I mean, you ask a British guy, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Fauci had ouchie right there at the hip and he never yeah. used it. So, you know. So we watch fucking Frazier act out his extreme struggles with being an overprivileged white guy in a country with a sane medical system. <laughs> we watch him wake up and go for a piss again. This is the second time in the movie we've watched this character get up and go to pee. Yeah. The thing is as well, it just it just dawned on me that obviously this, we know that this isn't Fraser. This is the actor playing Fraser, which means Fraser's oh, a director, hired a guy to keep pissing while being him, this is definitely some sort of kink thing. Yeah. That the, the director wants to see someone pretending to be him pissing. That's his thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Pissing, I, assu I assumed it was just Fraser we were seeing. <laughs> no, no. We see him in like a still right at the very end, and it's not oh, him. It's, it's an actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, it's even weirder. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the amount of times I see this man in his underwear is even more disturbing. Now. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So now it's time for him to go to the bullshittiest of anything I've ever fucking seen. It's time for him to get blood dousing. Yes, it is. It is. And it's it's sort of like dousing mixed with like a Ouija board because yes. it's got a guy who's like asking his blood questions yes. and then getting the answers from the blood using yes. a dousing rod. Oh, it's beautiful. Your blood speaks English. Yes. And he gives it a multiple choice exam. <laughs> right. He goes... Is it a parasite? And then the thing doesn't do anything. He goes, it's not a parasite. He goes, is it heavy metals? And it doesn't do anything. And he's like, it's not heavy metals. And the actor they've hired to act this thing out, they did not pay him enough because he's looking at the camera like, there's no way this is a fucking thing, right? Nobody. <laughs> And again, because, bear in mind, this is a bullshit diagnostic technique, but we're not watching that diagnostic technique being done. We're watching an actor pretend to do it who can't even do the bullshit. So when the dowsing rod has to respond yes. to, yes, it's, it's his teeth, you see his hands turn it so clearly. It focuses in on his hands. All right. Oh, it's so very obvious. It's like your wrists are not even in the same place as they used to be, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that bad. So yeah, but apparently a blood dowser told him that his real problem was dental. And that's when Fraser went off to do his own research. And by doing his own research, he means something other than doing research. Yeah, he, he says, my quest started with bugs. And I wrote, there's no fucking way his quest started with bugs. And then it immediately cuts to him watching a video. So that, that isn't sure a book, does. is it? That is not a book. Yeah, we get this actual fucking line. I love this so much. He says, and I quote, the wisdom poured in from podcasts, YouTube, Skype sessions. Yeah. Skype <laughs> sessions. Not books then. Yeah, not research papers and journals. Nope. He went to Joe Rogan University is, is what he did. It's pretty hard to cite a Skype session, but I could do it. You got to put it at the end. God, there's a, there's a point where we were watching him watch this movie like in yes. Spaceballs, right? <laughs> 
Oh, but this is where he discovers the father of quote biological dentistry. I thought I thought it was all oh, biological. Do rocks have <laughs> teeth? I didn't know that we had. But but he this is where he discovers Hal Huggins, right? So Hal Huggins, fun fact: his dentistry license was revoked in 1996 after a panel found him guilty of gross negligence. And, and his defense against that was, well, I haven't actually been doing dentistry since 1984, so you don't need to take my license away. <laughs> right, like, I wasn't using that anyway. I was going to my room anyway, Mom. <laughs> I just hang it in my office. Please don't take it away. I'm so alone. <laughs> my name is Hal Huggins. You got to have some sympathy. I'm named after a, a fucking anthropomorphic teddy bear. Just don't do this to me. His defense would only have been weaker if he said, don't take my medical license away. I'm using it to cover a stain on the wall. And if, I'll have to go out and buy a picture. So, <laughs> my best friend is a talking weasel. Don't do this, please. <laughs> I'm Hal Huggins. So we watch Frazier pensively listen to Hal Huggins, right? We watch him like water his flowers while listening to Hal Huggins. Take a shit while listening to Hal Huggins. And then he says, he's like, but wait a minute. I, it, it occurred to me at this point, why would people who knew so much more the, about this subject than me not know as much about this subject as me? Yeah, yeah. He says, why don't dentists know about root canals? So he didn't want to do a retake with proper grammar on that <laughs> in your, your big sort of I am smarter than the dentists line. <laughs> right. And okay, so but the zombie doc, he comes back to explain to us the problem is x-ray. See, most dentists don't know about depth. They are flatlanders. Yeah, and by most dentists, um, would you want to put a percentage on that, Noah? Like, roughly... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're right. He goes, 95% of 95% <laughs> <laughs> of dentists fucking all over cones, though, guys. Aware. And in case you're not grossed out enough, one of the talking heads comes in and says, you know, we keep saying toxins. What we mean is bacteria shit. We mean that there are bacteria all up in your root canal just shitting away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he says, this is one of the talking heads goes, we analyzed 87 root canals. They were all bad. And I'm like, well, I mean... I might question my methodology slightly. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Uh, he goes, there was a big test done by an American holistic dentist society. Very official. Yeah. He actually uses the words very official after holistic dentists. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it was very official. I mean, you know, uh, as official as holistic dentistry. <laughs> yeah, right, right. On the scale of holistic dentist society, sure, yeah. It's a pretty informal profession. We'll be honest. It's pretty informal, yeah. This specific test is so good because it's such nonsense, right, that he gets lost trying to explain it. He's like, here's what we do. We put a Q-tip in your tooth, and then the enzymes on that... No, wait, no. The enzymes <laughs> are blocked. Wait, okay. <laughs> there are biotoxins. Those are the enzymes, and the ninety-three percent are bad. The enzymes fight the biotoxins. Wait, wait, wait. So, and this is where he starts talking about. He's like, there used to be this lab at the University of Kentucky that had the ability to do this test with the enzymes and the and the and the toxins and stuff, but they stopped doing it. They they shut down that lab. And I'm like, is it is it because the lab doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. Right. I was like, was it because the lab was too accurate? Is that what you're going to tell me now? <laughs> and genuinely, again, this is a thing that I Googled. The lab was shut down because the FDA had questions about it and they refused to answer those questions. They shut down the lab rather oh, than answer those wow. questions. 
Yeah. It was worse than I thought. Because, like, you know, he says, like, you know, every single root canal they they tested turned out to be bad using this test, and then they shut down the lab. And I, and I assume that was like, oh, because you realized that test obviously was useless and wrong. Mm, no. But it's even worse than that. Yeah, it's because the officials asked questions they did not want to answer. Yeah, I feel like if someone asks you a question about the procedure in your lab and a guy starts smashing all the equipment with a sledgehammer, you don't want to cite those people <laughs> yeah. later in your documentary. Never trust a scientist that that gives you a, a, an answer. You say, could I just check that? And he throws a smoke bomb and disappears. Yeah, That's right. not a good <laughs> Well, and then this is where the guy gives us the fucking medical horoscope, right? He's like, well, you know, I know all about teeth problems. So when my patients come in and I tell them, you know, you have insomnia, you have trouble with your memory. You have trouble dealing with stress. They're like, wow, somebody who finally gets it. And I'm like, that's a fucking horoscope. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes you're very outgoing, but you do also like to keep things back for yourself. Like, yes, you've got a great right. sense of humor, but you also know how to be serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, wait, wait, wait. Sit down. I'm a medical doctor. I'm getting a name with an A or an E. <laughs> <laughs> Who sits down, their doctor goes, I'm going to guess before you tell me anything. And they go, this is a good fucking doctor. This is good. Never trust a doctor who eyeballs it when you walk in the yeah, room. Like right. You want to give them something. Let me raw dog this one. You are have a broken leg. Can I just say, I would love if all doctors started doing that. The real ones just first thing in the emergency room. Now, everybody, everyone shut up, shut up, shut up. What do you think's wrong? <laughs> wrong. It's appendicitis. Put down one point. Well, so obviously it's the <laughs> finger. It's bleeding. So. <laughs> uh, Eli, do you really want your doctors to take a guess what's wrong with you based on your physical appearance? Is that the world you want to be in? <laughs> okay, now you're just reading from my life insurance quotes, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so then we get this old-timey video. This is so fucking weird. Uh, uh, clearly what we've got is all of the public domain tooth-related footage this guy could find. <laughs> but it's this really creepy video of this guy saying, you know, when I was a kid, I used to go to the dentist office and why we would just sit naked under the sun. It's like this weirdly right. erotic memory of going to the dentist. It's so erotic. It's absolutely so erotic. There is no way this guy hasn't got a dental thing now. And this, the, all, all I can think is that the audio was taken from somebody explaining the origins of their fetishes. That's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense. Yeah, or it's a hearing and this, this dentist is on trial for <laughs> yeah, right. a lot. Like they're all the victims. Show me where on the tooth the dentist touched you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, he literally says, he's like, the dentist would let me come into his office early and he would let me touch things and tell me how yes. they were worked jesus christ stop dude <laughs> stop he gently tousled my hair and then for a moment his hand would linger on my cheek <laughs> see yeah it's the 40s is everybody cool oh. are we all good uh, and also in this 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 is like a two minute like a worthless two minutes of the of the, the film where we're using this stock footage but at one point it talks about how hard it is to become a dentist like yeah mm -hmm. unless you become an eye doctor first and then pivot late and then you don't have to learn quite as much toothy stuff right yeah actually so they're connected directly too yes <laughs> <laughs> so and then Fraser admits he goes well you know in America about 25 million root canals are done per year and I'm like oh so it it literally can't be as dangerous as you're saying that it would be, or all the Americans would have cancer. Right. Oh, damn it. I knew we should have done it. Drinking water gives you cancer. That's our other movie. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he even says, 
that I started to wonder why me? Why is it that I became ill when everyone else who had a root canal didn't? And it's like, yes, think about that, Fraser. Really keep focusing on that particular detail and you might get there. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we do get the answer. The answer is that some people can smoke cigarettes and they're fine. And some people smoke a cigarette and die instantly. Yep. (laughs) We all have different fucking bacteria tooth poop tolerances and, and his is particularly low. This is where we get Gerald Smith again. He starts telling us this story about how he cured a guy's throat cancer by extracting his root canal teeth. And in case that you like were attempted in any way to take him seriously, he says, and then we followed that up with some uh, some homeopathy and some ionic silver and his throat cancer was just gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, he says his throat cancer was totally resolved and like, there are two ways that resolved could go. Like, <laughs> everything is a resolution at the end. Yeah, and uh, I'm pleased to announce that he is no longer living with cancer. Okay, I feel <laughs> there. You go. I do have to say though, one of the things I love about these documentaries is that I have a very unique perspective, and that is the perspective of an idiot when we watch them. So if I watch these documentaries uninterrupted too long, I start to believe them. And it was when he said homeopathics and silver, I was like, right, right, it's all bullshit. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I have a root canal and I'm fat, and I was always wondering what the connection between those two was, and this movie was connecting a lot of dots for me. The German doctor comes on to tell us about a study in prostate cancer where 95% of prostate cancer um, mm-hmm. patients, their, their, their prostate cancer contained root canal bacteria. He says, this was published in a very prestigious oncology paper in the United States. I, you, don't, you don't know him. You have yeah. never heard of it, but um, could they not get the rights to to the name of the journal? Because if you don't give us the name of the journal, it's pretty crucial that we can't then follow this up. I actually tried to find this study. I looked, found what information I had, and the closest that I could find was a study from 2017 in the Journal of Cancer that looked at 900 South Korean men with periodontitis. Half of them had prostate cancer. But there is nothing in the paper about finding root canal bacteria in the tumor at all. It's just saying, is there something about root canal about having periodontitis that might make you more at risk for prostate cancer or vice versa? Is there something about prostate cancer that makes you more at risk for this so we can then use it as a proxy measure? Mm -hmm. That's the best that I could find. And also, fuck you, movie, for making me read a research paper in my free time for this film. (laughs) I was going to say, Marsh comes back from a snipe hunt holding a platypus. Okay, this is what I got. (laughs) You guys said it's snipish yeah <laughs> and then yeah right so then so then we get we cut back to Can- Do- dr asterisk candace owens she's talking about how she used to do root canals but she doesn't do it anymore because it's so dangerous but she's kind of giggling her way through it which is a little off you know she's like giggling around about like oh you know i probably gave a bunch of people cancer <laughs> oh silly me and she says you know but i decided you know you have to do no harm it's like i can't confidently say that you're doing no harm now but you are probably the least harmful Candace Owens. So you've got that going Well, there you, you go. It's all relative. Riding that wave. And then we get Dawn doing her, <laughs> her fucking sliding door analogy. This is Dawn. just a masterclass of way more words. So, because here's the thing. The analogy is separated. Yes. Right? You don't need, we have a single fucking word that means separate. She gives us this 15-minute analogy to mean separated. Okay, can, can I walk them through the analogy? Oh, it's please, so do. Crazy. please yeah. do. Please do. I have a sliding glass door to my office. If I was standing on one side 
and you were standing on another with plugs that plug into each other, we couldn't plug them in through that sliding glass door. Fucking insane already. Well, you've already, no way, you've already simplified it too much, right? Because it's like, yeah. and you had a bunch of Christmas lights and you wanted oh, yes, those Christmas, Christmas lights to light up. And I, I had Christmas an extension cord. Yes, yes, right. It's even dumber than you were giving it credit It doesn't for. have to be Christmas lights. How much would we need to sand down that door before we could plug them in? What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, a train full of Christmas lights leaves from Boston at 86 <laughs> miles per hour. And, that's, and that, again, as Noah points out, that is her analogy for things need to be connected. Yes! That's, that's as simple yes. as that. Yes. Like, She's like, even if we sanded that door down 99%, you still couldn't plug in the Christmas lights. The Christmas Why were the Christmas lights Why? there? Why would you plug it through a 99% sanded piece of glass door? <laughs> Why would you open the fucking door? As none of this makes sense. Is there not a socket in the room with the Christmas tree door? <laughs> have you tried that? I feel like Dawn's never heard the word what. Like if someone said, she said, hmm? I'm not familiar with that expression. And also, what was it? An I, like, I literally couldn't even figure out what this was an analogy for. Something about something going through something, no doubt. <laughs> so I do think I get it. I think it's that if there's bacteria at the bottom of the root canal, it blocks the meridian line from connecting to the tooth. But it's still not clear why the tooth has to be in the meridian line for it to work. Oh, so the bacteria is the door. Yeah, the yeah. Sliding, oh, Jesus. But neither side, neither the tooth nor the gum is the Christmas lights in this analogy, right? Because like, you don't need to plug, you're not trying to get the tooth to work. No. And also the tooth isn't a source of energy for the breast. <laughs> so like neither part of this work, even now we've got to this point. It's so incredibly stupid. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I think we all need a minute to sort out that complex analogy. So let's take, we're going to take ourselves another break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will this movie offer up even more biting commentary? Will it give us more information to chew on? Will there be more misinformation to root out? I miss Heath. Me too. Find out the answers <laughs> to these puns and more when we return for the dentally challenged conclusion of... Root cause. All right, Don, uh, this is the scene where you're going to explain how a root canal blocks energy flow in the body. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. And action. See, I love to use analogies. So think of it this way. When you get a root canal, your energy field is like two walruses who've gone on a business lunch. And when the time comes to split the check, one walrus doesn't want to do 50-50 because he didn't drink. The other walrus says, well, aren't you going to expense this? And the first walrus says, yeah, but they've been like real sticklers about this stuff this year. So try to try to bring it back to teeth, John. I'm, I'm almost there, almost there. So so the second walrus says, fine, uh, let's just have them split the check then. Um, how's Susan? Uh, Susan is the walrus's wife. But of course, what he doesn't know is that the first walrus has just come from a marriage counseling appointment where he felt like really attacked. I thought I am begging you to at least mention teeth. So, so, so his answer is, it's, it's understandably terse and, and that casts like a real pall over the meal, let me tell you. But, but of course, they're still on entrees and this, this is a restaurant that is known for its desserts. So literally running out of tape. Uh, and anyway, that's what a root canal's like. And cut. How, how is that? It was, it was barely English. So yes, going right in the movie. Going right in the movie. Oh, oh, good. 
Good. <laughs> and we're back for still more of this shit. And at this point, Frazier knows his root canal needs to go. So we're going to watch a reenactment of them taking the tooth out. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I should say, I read a, a couple of rebuttals of this movie from different dentists and different experts. And at least one of the dentists that I read pointed out that when you see this x-ray that they show here, like if that's an x-ray of his actual root canal, he got a bad root canal. Right. Yeah. So so the, the dentist is saying like, hey, man, you know, like we're, we're not saying that nobody ever has problems because of a root canal. We're saying that this movie is full of shit. But yeah, this guy probably had a bad root canal and that caused him like pain or, or some other thing, you know? Yeah. yeah, I had a botched root canal and had to have it redone by an endodontist. No one has ever mentioned to, to me that it's the reason my butthole clenches every day at 2 p.m. <laughs> this movie is claiming. But this is the dentist where he's like, he says, the first thing a dentist noticed that my teeth had some damage from a punch in the face. So yeah, but like, he'd be a shit dentist if he didn't notice that your teeth yeah. had some damage. But also, <laughs> he could probably tell from the moment you walked in, you've been punched in the face. We all could see you've been punched in the face. You just, you've got a very punched in the face kind of vibe about you as a guy. Yeah, so everybody who ever met you thought about punching you in the face. So yeah. Do you go to a spring break for toddlers? You seem like a kind of guy who goes to a spring break for toddlers. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, and they took out my tooth. And did I feel great again right away? Uh, no, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did a bunch more pseudoscientific bullshit from the poem again. And yeah. eventually I felt good. And they gave him a fake one, like a fake tooth of zirconian. But like, is there a thing that zirconian teeth somehow reconnect the meridians perfectly? Because like, if the if the whole thing is that your your tooth is no longer connected to your meridian, it's definitely not connected if it's not in your mouth anymore. So why is pulling it any better? Right. Well, yeah, because like they say titanium implants are bad. So yeah, why would it? Who the fuck knows? So, and then they're like, so, okay, so you're probably thinking now that you have a root canal that you want pulled. How do you go about it? Well, you can't just go to any old dentist because they'll point out that we're lying. <laughs> yeah. Don't just go to a regular dentist. Go to a crazy dentist. You need crazy, a crazy dentist. dentist. Yeah. They literally spell out the steps, right? They're just mm -hmm. like, it's like, it's like watching an old lady get scammed out of her credit card with like, okay, so first I have to go buy some Apple gift cards for the IRS. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. Yes. This at this point, I was playing something someone said in the movie, or did Eli hit his keyboard with his fist three times? He's like, <laughs> you're gonna have a skiptomelgo virus. <laughs> yeah they, they talk about ozone gas and how awesome that is for a while like like the guy was gonna try to sell some to us right yeah, yeah. well it gets into your sponge bones you know how your bones are sponge uh-huh yeah you have sponge bones mm. oh but nothing gets in those bones like ozone gas <laughs> let me tell you you're just a little yeah it fills your head like uh like cavity wall insulation you just, yeah, just all put it in and, it just yeah, fills exactly. it and then you're all snug afterwards yeah <laughs> Well, you you don't want anywhere for the uh, for the bacteria to shit through in there, yeah. So obviously <laughs> that would be better. At one point, he's telling us that the the nerve in your jaw is the thickest in the body. I thought he was going to tell us it has a big vein in it that pulses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he but he explains that there's a huge correlation between root canal and cancer. And I'm like, oh well, then there must be some super obvious correlation between. You know, national root canal rates and cancer. Where are you going? Where are you going, Fraser? Why, why did you just run away? <laughs> and then we get some, we get more Hal Huggins audio from Beyond the Grave. 
Hell, he's he's describing root canals. Root canal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is where phrases like listening to it, like lying on the grass, just, you know, lying around listening to dead liars on podcasts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we, we like zoom in on his face as they're talking about bacteria. And he like, he very slowly shakes his head. Like he's not mad at the bacteria. He's just disappointed in the bacteria. <laughs> he totally does. Yes. <laughs> they'll get a plark. This is where we learn about the plark. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, so, <laughs> the plark. <laughs> <laughs> there's this Australian guy who's just sitting out in a river the whole time sitting cross-legged or some shit and we're supposed to take medical advice from him. Yeah, he tells us about how you get a, a plark on your team. You get a lot of plark. And the fact that this Aussie guy is giving the advice from the middle of a forest feels a bit like how Andrew Wakefield can only talk about vaccines when he's on a cruise ship in right, international yeah. waters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like he's got on the border of France and some micro nation <laughs> that's just the basement of this one church or some shit. Yeah, he's allowed to do it there. If you're within a triangle of three koalas in Australia, Australian, you get to say whatever you want. It's, uh... And what's great is that this Australian guy, the outdoors guy, he doesn't quite get the bullshit, right? Like no one filled him because you need to break character to fill him in on the bullshit. And he doesn't quite have it. So he's like, yeah, there's fucking plaque on your heart. And then, um, I don't know, an infrared sauna. What am I selling this week? <laughs> I don't know. I've got these, right. these excellent mittens. Yeah, there is a weird sauna connection here. Suddenly we're look, we're watching Frazier in a sauna so that I can write in my notes. I'm uncomfortable with how many times I've seen this man's nipples now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and, and as I'm writing that, suddenly there's this scene where they have the weird medical nipple clamp things. Yeah, his magnetic fields being readjusted. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, like like magic pulsing boobs, I think he gets. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The magic pulsing boobs. So, okay, so then we watch Fraser wake up in his underwear again. He's got to go pee again. But he, is, he says he's starting to feel great. And you can tell because he's even changed that light bulb in his room from a harsh blue to like a warm yellow. And yes. he just seems yeah. like he's doing great. Now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. He's feeling much better now that we're in act three. So he goes to <laughs> he goes to an EAV machine operator to see if his, quote, energy flow was on track. Yeah. End quote. But it wasn't. No, No, it wasn't because apparently Netflix has some kind of minimum time requirement for documentaries. But also, what is this, right? Because he's saying, I thought I was feeling great, but then I start to feel bad again. And it's like, maybe it's because you had a chronic health condition. You've had a relapse because it was nothing to do with your fucking tooth. Right. So the thing you did did not fix it. And now you're still ill. Maybe it's that, Fraser. Have a think about that. Yeah. Yeah. What's great is that this is very clearly the part of the movie where they're shotgunning, right? Because not everyone has had a root canal. So they're like, shit, okay. Um, you, you can get cancer and bad stuff from root canals, but also pulling teeth, football injuries, clotting diseases, and fucking wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth. Everyone has wisdom teeth. <laughs> well, so that's that's just, that's the dumbest fucking thing because up until this point, the, the, the whole point of the fucking documentary has been, well, yeah, no, if you get a root canal, that's bad and it'll give you a heart attack and it'll give you cancer and you'll die. So you need to have the tooth pulled. But then they go into this whole thing about like, well, if you have your tooth pulled, you can end up with a cavitation and you wouldn't believe the kind of bacteria that poop into those. <laughs> right? And so that'll also give you a heart attack. So, so, if you have your tooth pulled or don't, you're going to get the the fucking magical goddamn cancer that this movie's talking about. Yeah, it's almost as if there's nothing you can do to falsify these people's beliefs. It's, it's yeah. entirely unfalsifiable. <laughs> it's yeah. almost exactly like that. 
words. This is where Daka the Dead does my favorite fake <laughs> words. And I, I'm sure these are like real words in the English language, but he's like, you got the Ostoblast and the Ostoclasts. And I was like, there's <laughs> yes, no way yeah. you're using that correctly, my guy. There's no shot you're using that correctly. <laughs> and every time he talks about pulling the tooth, he does such an aggressive gesture that I do not trust him anywhere near my teeth. Right. Yeah. It's, and there's always some scooping and then, and then I'll scoop it out and then I'll just get my fist really in there. I'll get it in there and then out of there and then in there. Yeah, there's a, a lot of gesticulations that I'm uncomfortable with out of a dentist here. <laughs> so, and and then he's like, oh, and you know, if this is going to sound super gross, but let me tell you what's inside that cavitation. And I'm like, just don't then, just don't. Mm. And he's like, it's like no, wet, you. infectious gangrene. Like, is it really? Yeah, he said it's not, it'll sound like an exaggeration, but it's not an exaggeration. But like, He's like, yeah, the, you know, this is going to sound like an exaggeration, but inside the cavitation, it's like if the literal bubonic plague could somehow also be a paedophile. That's what's like going on. <laughs> it's but it's, in not your, it's going to sound exaggerated, but it's not. That's what's in your cavitations. I don't know how to tell you. And that's, by the way, that's how you get MS, apparently. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So then we're going to talk about my favorite argument against intelligence design the wisdom teeth. <laughs> now, apparently, wisdom teeth get bonus meridian. Right. Mm -hmm. We pointed out how like all of the teeth connect to different parts of the body though, because they only had 32 teeth to work with the wisdom teeth. They're like, and this one gets the, all the rest, all of the yeah. other stuff that we didn't realize was an organ. Yeah. It was a catch all. <laughs> yes. Meridian. Yeah. This is the et cetera meridian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also the talking head they have at this point, I don't remember which one it was, but he points to his wisdom teeth and he super misses. Yes. Oh God. Yes. He's like near his nose. He's like, yeah, wisdom teeth. <laughs> it's, it's ten. He puts his fingers on his cheekbone. Like really yeah, high, yeah, just yeah. below the eyes. It's like, where do you think your wisdom teeth <laughs> came from? Yeah. And th this guy explains to us that if you don't like rock concerts and people fighting around you, mm -hmm. it's because your wisdom teeth are full of gangrene. Yeah, and your life, if, yeah, your life is in the toilet at that point. Yeah, specifically that your life is in the toilet. Right. So once again, they're just they're explaining like the condition of human existence. Right. They're like, but if you have one time they say they say if you have trouble dealing with stress, it could mean that it's a who the fuck doesn't have trouble dealing with stress. Would it even be stress if you didn't have trouble dealing with it? <laughs> That's what that fucking word means. And they're like, no, if you have trouble dealing with stress and you don't like it when people around you slap each other, it's because your root canals are stealing your energy from your fucking meridians. Yeah. Sometimes you're too hot in the summer. And he also says you, you could be infected for 50 years and have no pain, but it will destroy your life. So like, right, whatever's wrong with you now, if you've had any dental work in the last half century, yes. we can blame that for it. Right. Also, people with vowels in their name, that's real bad. If you've got that. <laughs> got to gotta come get a cone beam x-ray if you've got a vowel yeah, in your right, name. Yeah, right. If there's come, a vowel come on in your name. Down. So it's, it, it, this is where he starts explaining that like he had his wisdom teeth taken out and just 25 years later, he was diagnosed with a heart arrhythmia. <laughs> yeah. And what, what I love is he says, I tried everything, vitamins, homeopathy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yes, that's the, end, that's of the end of his list. Did you, I'm like, did you try medicine? He's like, well, I, I, I tried uh, vitamins. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I tried vitamins. I tried homeopathy. Nothing seems to help. It's like, yeah, and you did try a lot of nothing. You went yes. through all of the nothings. <laughs> so, all right. And so now Doc Freeman is going to come back on. She's going to tell us how to reduce our risk of, of cavitation. 
Yeah, you can ignore everybody you see in this movie. That's how you reduce your risk of any problems. Just yeah. ignore everyone you see here. No shit. And but so, but that's what all of her advice is, right? First, they, they got to throw in shit like, well, you know, eat a clean diet full of lots of fruits and vegetables, right? To like cover for the, the rest of their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is where we see stock footage of like supermarket shelves filled with fresh vegetables and salad ingredients. And that was really triggering for me right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It was hard. <laughs> Should have given you a heads up. That was up. Worse, worse than the tooth stuff for you, I can imagine. I would kill all of your families for a single tomato right now. Every <laughs> single member of your family. One no, tomato, even a small tomato, like a, like a little cherry tomato. Cherry <laughs> tomato, yeah, now that makes sense. So, and then she's like, and the other thing you had to do is make sure that you get that socket all the way scooped out. And I'm like, is this advice for a home tooth removal? <laughs> right? Wouldn't you just, but so much of the advice is, and just make sure that uh, when the dentist tells you we're lying, you go to a different dentist after that, right? Go to one who doesn't say we're lying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then she, she tells you all the different like methods that you can use to have your tooth replaced. Of course, she prefers the one that's most expensive and you have to do over and over again. Yep. Yep. That's so funny. She's like, yeah, no, it's much better, much less toxic. The only downside is it is a subscription-based model. But if you can sign up <laughs> two other teeth, you're actually making money. The guy's sitting out in the middle of the woods. They're like, well, so, you know, what do you, what do you think is the best advice? He's like, uh, have healthy teeth the whole time, right? Just not have tooth problems would be ideal. Oh, I couldn't make it to the fucking uh, introduction course we did before the documentary. Is it have good teeth? <laughs> that seems like a good <laughs> bet. Is that anything? Right? And then this is where Dawn explains to us that if you get titanium implants, you can get implants. She says, like, just don't get the titanium ones because they could turn on your celiacs or your rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Right. And she's got another analogy yes, for us. Yes, she sure does. <laughs> she's got another analogy for us here. She's like, look, when you put titanium in your mouth, it's like you put a spoon in an electrical socket. Oh, okay, Don, are you done? And then you bend it then you around bend it. and put it into the other. That'll short out the whole house. And I was like, okay. Done? I feel like just putting the spoon in. I feel like you were done, but you kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just like sticking a spoon in an electrical socket when what you really need to do is for your Christmas lights to not be separated by a sliding door, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> then you take a car battery and you hook it up to that spoon. All right, Don. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we check back in with Joey Merckx. Joseph Mercola comes in and he's like, you know, and, and I had to write this quote down because I just love the how over the top it is. He says, root canals are probably one of the most pernicious, toxic, hidden influences on your health. Root canals, one of the most pernicious influences on your health. I feel like <laughs> Joseph Mercola is a more pernicious influence on your health than root, root canals. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I just say, unrelated, I'm balding. But Joseph Merkula is somehow balding, bald, worse than I. Like, yeah. our hairless scalp somehow, mine still has more hair than his. He's going he's, he's gonna to have negative follicles at a certain point. Yeah, you exactly. can see he's on yeah. his way to some kind of a weird inversion where his head starts sucking in other people's hair. Other people's hair. And yeah. you, it's exacerbated by the fact that he's not balding at the sides. Like, he's got quite, he's, he's quite proud of how much hair he has at the sides. So that's quite long. And that just kind of, highlights how bold the rest of him mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible choice. Yeah. So, all right. So then Frazier cuts in and he walks back the entire movie. Now, I have to tell you <laughs> how this happened for me because it was just amazing, right? So the sentence he says is, now, I don't want you to think that I had my head in the clouds this whole time, right? That's the sentence that the character says. But right. I was watching this on Tubi 
And Tubi has those just jarring, random commercial cuts. So what I genuinely got was Frazier saying, now I don't want you to think, and then an ad break. <laughs> yeah. Literally yeah. an ad break after the word think. I was so fucking happy. <laughs> and this is where he tells us that, look, it's not just the root canal. It's all the stupid things people have talked <laughs> to Marsh about. It's all the dumb about. shit I might want to make future movies about, too. Yes. Yeah. He said it's toxic food. It's toxic chemicals. It's toxic emotions. It's toxic <laughs> yes. inability to understand metaphor issues. <laughs> he goes, my research has led me to believe that all chronic diseases due to a toxic overload. And I'm like, oh, well, you're not very good at medical research then. Good thing we have people who do that for realsies. <laughs> oh, and he also says we can't rule out pathogens. It's like, yeah, you're right. Movie that came out in 2019. We definitely shouldn't rule <laughs> yeah, out pathogens. Rule those out. Also, because he's Australian, he talks about jigsaw puzzle pieces. But because he's Australian, he says the biggest piece of the jigsaw. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, he, he he has a quick nod to like the EMF conspiracy bullshit and the and the 5G conspiracies here. Then he does the 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 name drop again, as though he forgot. <laughs> That he had done that already. Yeah. And then we cut back to his root canal extraction reenactment and sexy it up a bit. This was so weird. They have a lady in a sexy nurse costume, like tossing her hair and pushing her boobs together. Yeah. yeah. All I could think is that it's been like an hour since we ogled anyone and we, we needed to know his dick still worked, basically. So we've got to bring that back in now. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So first of all, if, if, if this is the middle of a dentist procedure. If somebody starts shaking their hair around like that while I have my mouth open for a dental procedure, I'm going to be very upset. That's disgusting. <laughs> and this way she tells people, uh, make sure you see a holistic dentist. But, you know, except in the UK where... Uh, Someone got the dental regulator to stop them from being allowed to say that stuff and took oh, nice. a really strong action against them. So, someone, someone did that, yeah. So, they can't, so you can't see holistic dentists as easy in the Oh, UK. right on. That person should be skeptic of the year. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So, and also there's like, there's this porny music in the background the whole time as she's doing this. She's like, the first thing you want to do is get your tooth pulled and but just the, the entire fucking time it goes she blows a kiss at us at the end of this she shit. blows a kiss I, I mean mm. did I jerk off to this absolutely but I, I sort of <laughs> I was I did it in a question mark the whole time you know right. what I'm saying no, exactly. just because I wasn't wasn't certain so and then and then he goes <laughs> Frazier goes you know I've been reading a book about Gandhi recently. I'm like, yes, you know, you're very intellectual, Fraser. You read books about Gandhi. Of course you fucking have. <laughs> Everything about you so far has told us. You've been re you, you get punched in the face and you're reading a book about Gandhi. Also, I looked up the book that he's reading. It's 95 pages long. That's that's a glorified <laughs> fucking pamphlet. It's basically the Cliff Notes. It might as well have a big yellow cover and the title Gandhi for Dummy. That's what he's reading here. <laughs> Well, and I love his Gandhi, his massacre of this Gandhi quote, because he has turned this Gandhi quote into, even if everyone in the world disagrees with me, I'm still right. Yep, he sure <laughs> the fuck did. And then we watch him learn to surf after all. And then he tries his hand in analogy, and we realize that maybe Dawn's not the worst. He goes, you know, I remember somebody telling me a long time ago, you can't dry off while you're in the shower. And I'm like, yeah, yes, you Yes, you can't. Not, I mean, not when it's running, but um, yeah. yes, the fuck you can. Yeah, I, I do it all the time. <laughs> That's how the I water do it. Off. It's, it's a good place to dry off because it means yeah, you're not dripping everywhere around. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good. 
And again, the fact that he the fact that he learned to surf shouldn't impress us. Aussies are basically born surfing. Yes. In the same way that Americans are born firing a gun and Brits are born suppressing their emotions to the detriment of their mental health. It's yes. just what we do. It's how our people are built. <laughs> exactly. He goes, uh, he goes, you know, I know of another great saying that I didn't bother to source that says that new knowledge is never immediately adopted. The old knowledge has to die off first. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's just wrong. That's I can see why nobody <laughs> wants credit for that saying. Mm. It's just an incorrect observation. Really, guy whose entire philosophy is based on this is old and therefore it works? You want to talk about how old knowledge needs yeah. to die off? Especially when the people he keeps, keeps quoting are dead. Hal Huggins is dead. <laughs> He's the old right, knowledge right. that's Lester dying Price off. Price is dead, yeah. So, and then he's, we get this, you know, only you can prevent root canals moment. And then we wrap up on his little learning to surf montage. Oh, sorry. Before we wrap up on that, we have to get the and my dick works now moment. Works great. Works excellent. Too good. Too erect. Too good. Sometimes it's too erect. Is the yeah. He's got he's got to close that whole does his dick work mystery. Right. You know, it's like it's Chekhov's penis. Exactly. You know, if you mention a penis in the first chapter, by the third chapter it absolutely must go off. Well, and that's exactly what's happened here. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, and then I made this movie and I'm like, if it just starts over now, I, that's brilliant. I will appreciate that. Well, and he has a doing healthy stuff montage, which makes up the rest of the movie, but it's not him. It's an actor. <laughs> right? I mean, the fact that this is, is an healthy. actor changes so much of my interpretation. But we're, we're watching this actor like jog and go to the beach and have a good time. And I'm like, but that's not you, man. <laughs> It's just this actor's showreel. This actor gets to showcase himself doing like various, various physical activities. And also, Fraser mentions that he's a filmmaker. So I looked up, he's made three short films, uh, one of which is about a man who meets God. So, you know, put, put a pin in that short film. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the only other film he's made is a documentary about how negative emotions are the root cause of all ill health. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Also, I just I have to point this out because there's this like playful moment where he's with the hot chick from earlier and they're in the water and she splashes him. But clearly, like he gets the water up his nose face afterwards. She splashes <laughs> him too hard. And we like that last we see of this guy is going, no, but seriously, though, fuck you. But fuck you, though. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And I guess that's going to do it for our review of Root Cause, but it's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to circle back around to the start. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Well, Noah, you're abandoning us next week for a free flow. So we're calling in some extra special backup. We'll be watching the infamously bad Exorcist 2, The Heretic. Oh, guy, I am actually genuinely sad to miss that one. But yes, I will be at Free Flow in Orlando, uh, March 10th to 12th. Uh, look to the show notes for, for links if you want to come in and see me talk about bad video games. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 394 to a merciful close. Once again, huge thanks to Marsh for helping out this week. And a quick reminder to check the show notes for links to hear more from him. And perhaps an even huger thanks to all the Patreon donors to help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. If you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Skin, The Idiot, Citation, D&D Minus, and The Skeptocrat, available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnik of Dress from Mars. All of the other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm an illusions. Promise to work harder or another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. 
After pulling this movie in 2019, Netflix learned their lesson and they never produced a batshit documentary again. <laughs> My penis also works. Just fine. <laughs> Eli went on a super fun surf vacation. Okay. Chris Hemsworth footage. Hey, um, I, 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 Morgan, before before we started recording, I made a very funny vegetable joke. I just want credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, I was just I was just being very. I might not be that funny again, but I was very funny earlier. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the rest of the episode, it's all whips. Trust me, there was a vegetable. I really. I said, you don't know her. It was she was. <laughs> I no, some I get Gatorade it. I get it. And some Chinese food. I had that. Uh, I did a take a out recording. all my fillings. <laughs> I, I did a recording of uh, Skeptics UK the other day. And we was to- I was talking about the big panic around 15-minute cities, about how Oxford is going to be like separated into zones and you can't travel around. And there was one guy on uh, on some conspiracy channel saying about how it's going to return us to the feudal ages where people are like mistrustful of the people, the next bit over, the people in their, in, mm-hmm. not in their immediate vicinity. And I talked about how this conspiracy theory isn't going to turn the town of Oxford into a, a bunch of um, like... Uh, tribalistic uh, folk who like look down on anyone who isn't from their immediate vicinity. That's what the university's for. That's very much the purpose of the university. <laughs> well done. Well done. All right, here we go. Um, Morgan, sorry that my air conditioner came on in the middle of the um, the record on that last one. Hopefully that was something that you could uh, mute out fairly easily. Um, I apologize both because I created new work for you and because I'm showing off the fact that, uh, you know, March 3rd, my air conditioner is just cutting in. You know, so <laughs> probably not happening in Canada so much. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> Feels like a very official statement. Can I say that? That was very, that was very formal and addressed <laughs> to, <laughs> to Morgan just now. Yes, yeah, so I had been thinking about it quite a bit. I felt really bad. <laughs> Morgan, I have a four-pronged message from you. <laughs> Subpoint one A. I I. I. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright twenty twenty three. All rights reserved. Tax day is coming. Oh no! But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a three percent match, you can get up to one hundred ninety five dollars for the twenty twenty three tax year. Oh. Yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. A 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.